Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It's that time of year again. The cool, crisp air nips at your neck as the leaves begin to change all around you. Fall is finally upon us, and now the glorious month of October has befallen us. We have 31 days to watch all of the terrifying, blood-curdling films before we finally reach All Hallows' Eve. But which films to watch? Where do I begin? This is the latest podcast episode of It Records and the return of the annual recommendation show, Halloween Horror. Hello. Welcome to Fright Night. I ate his liver with some fava beans. of the night and welcome back to the it records podcast thank you one and all for joining us here again i appreciate it as always you avid listeners who have been here with me as we move our way through the month of october today is october 13th and i'll be giving you a new recommendation on our little mini show called halloween horror if you are unfamiliar with halloween horror if you're if you don't know what it is it's it's most basic form, it is an annual show that we do here on the It Records podcast every October. So every October, we give you 31 episodes of Halloween Horror, which is a movie suggestion every day through the month of October. So 31 suggestions every single day from me, Matt Johnson. These will be movies that, you know, you've, you've forgotten about or old favorites, some you've maybe never heard of. But... Pete, Lindsay, and I here at the podcast, we listen to or we watch movies all the time and we're listening to what's going on in the genre. And maybe you don't follow it as frequently or as much as we do. But when it gets to October and it gets closer to Halloween, maybe you're looking to get scared. You want to watch a good horror movie. And that is the entire purpose of this little mini show we do called Halloween Horror. We're giving you recommendations every day throughout the month. Tune in when you can and hopefully one of these will spark your interest. As another layer, these are movies we have never recommended before in another Halloween horror, uh, nor are they films that we've done it, uh, and discussed at full length. So they're completely new suggestions that we've never done on the podcast, and we hope you enjoy. And finally, though, as a, a fun little theme I've done this year for the Halloween horror, I am recommending movies from about the past 30 years. That being said, you're going to get a movie between 1990 and 2020. And that will add up to the 31 suggestions up until Halloween. And I started with October 1st being 1990. October 2nd was 1991. And then Halloween at the end of the month will be a 2020 suggestion. So where does that leave us today? 
Great question. Thank you for asking. Today, uh, we are going to be in the year 2002 on Tuesday, October 13th. And the film I've selected is Dark Water, otherwise known as From the Depths of Dark Water. And this is a 2002 Japanese horror film directed by Hideo Nakata and written by Yoshirma Nakumara. I hope I got that right. I apologize. And it's based on a short story collection by Koju Suzuki. Uh, I chose this film because, one, we, we haven't really done, I don't think, uh, in a Halloween horror, many foreign films, I believe, as I talked about yesterday, to The Others, which is really an, an English-American film, but it was uh, a dual production between Spain and America. Kronos is Span uh, Mexican. Sorry, I apologize. Kronos is Mexican. But this one is a Japanese film. And these uh, J-horror films uh, were... There was a lot of them that came out during this time frame in the early 2000s that were based on short stories by Koji Suzuki uh, that were made into films in Japan, were very successful, uh, including Dark Water, which came out in 2002. If you have no idea what Dark Water is, the basic synopsis of this movie is a mother and her six-year-old daughter move into a creepy apartment whose every surface is permeated by water. Um, and to take that really even further it's this divorced mother and her daughter who move into a rundown apartment and they experience supernatural occurrences uh revolving around a mysterious water leak from the floor above and so it really the, the atmosphere in this film is like always raining i feel like all the interior of this apartment it seems run down but like uh water stained and there's leaks above and water plays you know a very prominent role in this film and some sort of supernatural occurrence with it. It's a another ghost story, which has been a theme we've seen in the early 2000s, where the past four films we've done have been either haunted house or ghost-related. This one was brought to my attention because I actually saw the original, uh, not the original, I apologize, the American remake first. The American remake was produced in 2005 and starred Jennifer Conley and Tim Roth. Uh, John C. Riley is in it as well. And I saw that in theaters. And I would have been, what, probably 13 years old or something, around there, 14 years old when this came out. And I wanted to go see a horror movie. And I remember seeing the Jennifer Conley Dark Water in the theater. And it was uh, entertaining nonetheless, but I didn't know until I really got to college about the original Japanese film that it was based off of. And at this time as well, not only was Dark Water remade in 2005, in the early 2000s, a lot of these Japanese-style horror films were very successful in Japan, and we, we saw American remakes. So Dark Water was a little less familiar. You might even know not know about the Jennifer Connelly remake, but you know of The Ring. The Ring is an American remake of a Japanese film. The Grudge is a remake of a Japanese film in the early to mid-2000s. And One Missed Call, and I'm sure I'm missing another. But those were four that were very prominent in the early to mid-2000s Japanese successful horror films that were then remade for American audiences. And a lot of those are haunted house or ghost-related entities. And those American successes are based in large part because of these Japanese successes. I would go on to say, uh, 
you should watch this one first and foremost. That's why I'm recommending it. But it does do a better job than the American remake. Uh, it's very engaging, very suspenseful throughout. It is. It has mystery elements to it, as most ghost supernatural horror stories will. You're trying to figure out why is there a ghost potentially here? What is it haunting? Why is it haunting these two people who live there, this mother and daughter? Um, what is the... Hopefully, you know, you can get some closure on what's going on. I just think it's so well, well done. Um, the entire atmosphere and the design of the sets, uh, it, it, it becomes a living, breathing creature of its own within this film. And it kind of lingers with you after you leave the theater. Uh, it was a success, you know, financially in the box office and critically with one of the reviews uh, for this movie being, I read this uh, somewhere, uh, the movie's denouement, so the ending, if you will, after the climax, delivers not just a flash of fear, but a strange, sweet charge of pathos. And that combination adds up to the most disturbing spell in the cinema I've had in a very long time. And I agree with that. It kind of lingered with me afterwards. And I don't know if it's just the plot or the design and the direction of this film, but it's very, very well done. And I would recommend Dark Water, as well as a lot of the other J-horror films that came out during this time frame. I thought they were, uh, it's a particularly good uh, genre and time period for horror. And then you can check out the American remakes if you'd like and see them side by side and see you know who did it better and what they changed in order to make it more uh, digestible for an American audience, if any. Um, and note the differences. That's always uh, entertaining for me as well. But I'll try to bring it back. Um, if you wanted to watch it, uh, this is on Shudder. The Dark Water, the um, 2002 Dark Water uh, Japanese film isn't on Shutter. if you have the subscription, which I said is like a Netflix service for just horror movies um, as well. Let's see here. I believe you can rent it. Um, as always, um, you are able to watch it uh, on like Amazon, uh, Vudu, if you want. I believe it's on iTunes, uh, Google Play. Actually, yeah, Google Play, iTunes. Um, and Voodoo, you're able to find it on there. But it's on Shutter, which is great. Um, and it's a great service. I'll plug Shutter um, for any horror lovers out there like we are here at this podcast. In 2002, though, some other horror films that came out were Fear.com, Queen of the Damned, Eight Legged Freaks, uh, which is, you know, that's a monster. That one's like a slapstick monster horror film that's like playing a parody of those 1950s radioactive big monster movies signs came out in 2002 cabin fever american psycho 2 starring mila kunis uh, 28 days later i believe i mentioned that as well already uh, the ring came out uh, the american version of the ring uh, red dragon as well which is the third installment in the Hannibal Lecter series with anthony hopkins and then Halloween Resurrection. And The Grudge, the Japanese version, came out in 2002. Not the American version, but at least the Japanese version came out in 2002, as well as Dark Water, Japanese version. To round out the podcast, what was going on um, in 2002? Well, in 2002, the euro becomes the official currency of 12 of the European Union members. The European Union votes to add 10 new countries to the EU, uh, which occurred during this time. 
And as well, I will follow up with George Bush creates the Department of Homeland Security on June 7th of 2002. That it was the last department that has been added uh, to some of the major cabinets in the United States government was the Department of Homeland Security. But I will leave it at that. That were some of the events of 2002, some honorable mentions. But please check it out and come back tomorrow where I'll give you a film from 2003. But until then, I'm Matt Johnson and I remain in the shadows.